Welcome to Season 2 of Civic View. My name is Chance Levins and I'm your Digital Media Specialist here at the City of Crestview. The goal of Civic View is to keep our citizens informed and entertained while maintaining a sense of transparency between you and your local government. And here at City Hall and all across the city, we value that communication as well as civic engagement and we hope this podcast will continue to be a source of both. So, let's get started. Hello, Crestview, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Civic View. In today's episode, I have two um, excellent guests on to talk about uh, community impact and engagement and some really cool things that they have going on in in Crestview and also in Okaloosa and um, Walton County. Uh, That is uh, Brittany Orr, the Director of Community Impact for United Way Emerald Coast. Brittany, thanks for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. uh, Thanks for coming back the second time. My pleasure. I uh, Chance doesn't know how to use his software sometimes, so... (laughs) So we're on the second round on this one. And I also have um, Joseph Richardson, who is a volunteer for United Way and is one of the committee members for the Emerging Leaders program that they have just started. Is that right? Hello again, man. Yeah. Um, So uh, thank you also for being here. And so let's talk about this. So first of all, Brittany, I want to get you to give me a little information about what what, uh, United Way Emerald Coast is. What's that? So we are a local 501c3 nonprofit. Uh, You know, as many people probably know, United Way has a very big name. So we are connected to a large network, which is considered United Way worldwide. So there's 1,800 local United Ways across the world. Um, But the difference between each United Way, they are governed like their own nonprofit, their own entities. So United Way Emerald Coast, we take a grassroots approach and we focus strictly on the issues that are happening in Okaloosa and Walton County. And then, of course, if you look to the west of us, you may have United Way of West Florida and to the east of us, United Way of North West Florida. Um, But we focus on uh, the issues in Okaloosa and Walton County, covering all things through health, education and financial stability. So, yeah, we look for creative solutions to these problems. That's awesome. I... I am always looking for opportunities to connect with organizations with the city here, to connect with organizations that can provide um, impact on our community and outreach and things like that. I know you guys were a huge part of the um, of some of the uh, food distributions that we did yeah. um, in the spring and summer of 2020 when we really needed that. Um, you guys said, hey, we've got all this and we can help you guys get it going and we all got to work and it was a lot of work. It was a ton of work. Yeah. And I would like to share prior to us doing that, we United Way Emerald Coast, we had never done any food distributions before. Um, but like we do them now. Um, and it was a lot of work. We were doing them almost every weekend with different partners because one of the big things we do like to do is, like you say, work with everyone in the community, not just different nonprofits, not just businesses, but government officials the city the local and see kind of what it is that we can do see what the need is and at those food distributions probably said this the last time still don't quote me because i didn't look it up <laughs> i think our first food distribution that we uh worked with crusty on it was over 900 families yeah, were served you're very close with that wow and then the second one it was l- close to 500 if i'm not mistaken and we ran out of food that one yeah uh, we and we still had a ton of families still in need and yeah. we didn't have enough food. So. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that was unfortunate, but yeah, that one, that second one was, that second one was wild 
too, because with the first one, we, we spent like over 24 hours preparing mm-hmm. for it and getting ready for it and Two all days, that. Yeah. And that second one was just <laughs> like, here's the food. Here you go. Let's do it. The people will be here at like noon. And there were people already lining up. And it was just like, oh, man. <laughs> like we had to, <laughs> I was yeah. working that, I was working that line where you, you fill the bags, yep. and, you know, and just keep circling you gotta around. You got to just keep going. It's the assembly line. Yeah. We had people, the second one, we had people uh, filling the bags at the same time. We had people distributing the bags, just trying yeah. to get everything done as smoothly, as quickly as possible. Just trying, because it was hot. So we didn't want our volunteers yeah, out was. there too long. Um, but I just love the fact that everybody really in the city of Crestview and beyond, you have people from Baker and of course, yeah, we have um, people from all over. Um, we're really just coming in to work together mm-hmm. and to try to and to serve the need of the people who really needed that food the most during a time that everybody was really struggling. So I was super, super happy to see the collective effort and the collaboration that happened because of that. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was really cool because we had uh, members from the faith community. Mm-hmm. We had people uh, that are local elected officials. Yep. Some, I think we had some organized school organizations. Possibly, I mean, it, I can't, I can't tell you all the organizations. I mean, I went to, I made a video and I went to thank everyone that was involved, and I'm like, so I'm many. not sure I can figure out all of the people. So that were many. We had lots of volunteers. Um, yeah. So, so you guys have done, um, you guys have done something pretty cool here in Crestview, and yeah. it is the, uh, it's the first one that's been done in Okusa yeah. and Walton and. Is it the whole Panhandle? Is the first one in the Panhandle, or is it probably not the first one in the Panhandle? Okay. Just Oak Luce and Walton. You know, Still we got enough. we have That's neighbors. <laughs> you know, other United Way neighbors who are doing them. So yeah, yeah. just in our area. So that and that was the Born Learning Trail that we have mm-hmm. over at Allen Park now. Um, yeah. And so that is related to targeting um, early childhood development and literacy. Is that is that, that is absolutely correct? Yeah. Okay. You hit the nail on the head. Cool. Um, why don't you, uh, Joseph? I know you you worked on that, right? You volunteered and helped set that uh, set the trail up. Yeah, man, it was super fun. Yeah, I saw some pictures. You looked like you were having a good time. Yeah, I got got messy <laughs> with the paint. But it was all it was all good fun. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. So, um, so while I, while I have you captive here, Joseph, you you're talking about you you volunteer, and I said that I mentioned that, but you you're a member of the Emerging Leaders uh, program. Can you tell us a little bit about what what that is and what's going on with that? Yeah, so um, with the United Way's vision of uh, helping community impact in financial stability, education, and in health, um, we had not here locally had. Um, how can I, how can I word it? We, we, we just needed and wanted to target um, a younger demographic to kind of begin the the process of learning how to serve the community. Yeah. And get involved. yeah. And just, just, just to get out there, just plain and simple. And so um, I was approached by Brittany and some other people about the emerging leaders. And I just, I'm a big fan of uh, being a part of brand new ventures and, and starting something new and, and especially something I'm passionate about that I think is really, really important to, to our community. And so Emerging Leaders was born out of that um, to kind of allow an opportunity and to bridge the gap between what the United Way is already doing and trying to reach out to a younger demographic to say, hey, it's important to uh, be a, a superstar at your job and to be a great mom, great dad. But even in your youth, there's still an opportunity for you to serve your community. And oh, by the way, United Way has dozens and dozens and dozens of opportunities to do that. So 
Um, Emerging Leaders was, was birthed out of that to just provide an opportunity for young professionals, young in heart, young in mind, because uh, our age ranges is from 18 to 40 to yeah, well, I'm contribute 37. back. I'm 37. I'm still young. Okay. You're in yeah, there. You're you're in my, there. Hairline, my hairline may not oh, no. uh, express that. <laughs> but. When you say, and I think when you have young professional groups, it always gets a little weird because as you get, depending on where you are in that age spectrum, people can feel um, excluded. And, and the United Way is totally not about that. So titling it Emerging Leaders, I think, is appropriate because- yeah. You know, we, we have our male ponders of the community. We have uh, great mayors like Mayor Crestview. We, we have a lot of great people doing great things in Okaloosa who are seasoned, who have been here, done that, and are mainstays, right? But um, to really kind of ignite a fire in folks that are emerging or not apparent at the moment. Maybe they're well-known in one capacity, but maybe not in volunteerism or, or vice versa. Maybe they're a great volunteer I mean, they've been a part of everything and, and work with everybody, but maybe the, the business community doesn't know them. So the United Way is really, really cool about tying those, uh, bridging those gaps to try to encourage service and, and make an impact. So it's been really fun, man. We Brown Learn Trail was good. We just had lunch with the leader, with uh, uh, Mel Ponder. That was, that was what is the word I can think? It, it was tremendous. Uh, we, we have such... Oh assets in our community and emerging leaders is a network to where you can be a young professional you can network to not just um improve your your networking professionally but you can also network with the mindset of hey this is going to be helping the community i can learn how to serve my community better and rub shoulders with people that are already doing it and and kind of get that mantle passed to you to be able to help the next generation going forward with public service. So super fun. Yeah. Um, one of the interesting things I think that it presents is there are, there are young professionals that want to interact with the community, give back to the community, and they don't necessarily know how to do that, how to go about that. Um, you know, uh, one of the things I, I spoke with you and Brittany about before was when when we as a city went out and, and participated in Habitat for Humanity and I um I painted the inside of a house, you know, that wasn't mine and wasn't one of my family members, yeah. you know. And then when uh, that family got to move into that house, you know, I, I get some not ownership of the house, but I get some ownership in, in, in feeling like, you know, I get, I helped contribute to this family's journey to owning mm -hmm. a home and getting to have that experience. And I, I got to, I got to be a part of that. And I think that there are a lot of people, especially, um, you know, our generation that, uh, are seeking ways to do that, but they're not sure how, you know, they're not sure where, you know, we, we, we get accused of being, a keyboard activist a mm -hmm. lot of times. Um, but I feel like sometimes that's just solely because we're not sure where to go or where to show up or, you know, who, who to help or how to do it, so to speak. And uh, for, we're fortunate in this area because we have a lot of faith-based organizations that push their youth to get out into the yeah. community. But there are still some people that aren't part of a faith-based organization yeah. but still want to participate in, in their community and, and help people. And the, the program that you guys have going on, I think, is a good opportunity for that. Because it's like you said, you get to be young, relatively speaking. <laughs> I know you guys have the 40 under 40. We'll, t we'll talk about that in a yep. moment. Um, but but leadership, is, um, leadership is more than just, I'm a leader at my job, right? Correct. Like You can be a leader at your job, 
and, 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 but you could also not be a leader at your job, be a leader somewhere else in your life. And developing those skills is absolutely important for our, our county, our, 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 our area, our city, whatever, uh, because those, those are the people that will be the, the future, right? Like yep. we want to, we want to keep building strong foundations for us and for the next generation and the generation after that. So if we have the ability to, um, have a service that people can have access to, to help them grow and participate and, and get mentorship, so to speak, and, and see, you know, the paths that other people have taken and go, you know, I think I might could do that. I might be able to be the next county commissioner. I might be able yeah. to be the next Mel Ponder. Like, how do I do that? You know, how do I take those steps? How do I start that journey? Um, and then, and not feel like, you know, it's not some service that you're paying for or some the thing that you're part of some machine or whatever, you know, you get to, you get to be a part of something that is bigger than you and is helping the community, but you know, you kind of get something out of it too. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the, do you have something to say? Buddy? Mm-hmm, go ahead. I think that's the cool thing, at least for me, cause I can talk about my personal experience. Right. Um, so we, we have a lot of, like I said, great, uh, mentors in our community. Um, leadership Okaloosa is great. Leadership Walton is great. Um, I've been a part of a leadership development program called L10. Um, so just phenomenal. The college has stuff, but I think, um, since it's so broad, because you're right, we can be leaders at home. We can be leaders on our jobs, but what I think is unique about emerging leaders with United way is it's leadership development, but it all comes back to the heart of service Yeah, and not necessarily service from a position per se, but service rolling up your sleeves and actually serving the community, giving back the community. Cause there's, there's only one Mel Pondo, let's face it. Yeah. Um, but that does not mean that there's not other leaders and it does not mean that we cannot contribute uh, to our community equally. And, and one thing we talk about with our committee currently in emergent leaders is um, better, you know, the better we are as individuals, the better our organizations are going to be that we, that we serve and we work in. But then the better our organizations are, the better the people that labor among us and underneath us and, and depending on that role. And then all of a sudden, the better our community is. Right. So that makes sense from a leadership development standpoint. And we do a great deal of that. And that's why we network with others to help sharpen ourselves in, in like an iron sharpened iron type way. But that element of service and volunteerism, which is to the center of the heart of the United Way is also the center of the heart of emerging leaders because when you're doing that, when you're working with Habitat, paying that house, and you feel the reward of being a help, that really, in my opinion, being a leader in different organizations and different levels, that takes ego out of it, right? Yeah. That takes the competitive nature of a business like real estate that I'm in out of it. It takes everything else away and just focuses on what is really important to the health of the community. And that's what the United Way is all about. And if we can start getting folks our age, if I can say that, um, to think that way, then by the time my kids are in high school or whatever, we should have a, a we should have a much stronger, much better Crestview for Walton, Okaloosa and Walton County. And the United Way offers an opportunity to do that because we don't just cover for Walton. We right. don't just cover Niceville or Crestview or Navarre. It's Okaloosa in um, Walton County, and I know Navarre's in Santa Rosa County, but even our, our sister, uh, United Way, they cover that. But the whole point is we look at community at a larger scale because mm-hmm. we all, you know, go to the same churches or play on the same, our kids play on the same softball team. We definitely go to the same grocery store. 
um, or the same mall or, you know, things, things like that. So um, it really focuses on the community to the T. And I think that's what's uh, very good. Brittany keeps us in line in that way. Kelly um, has been great as a CEO. So having that aspect of service, I think every leader that's emerging needs it because no man is an island. And, and you, when you give back, it just tremendously helps. That's yeah. just my, I'm passionate about it. Sorry, I talked it's too okay. much. No, but it's okay. No, it's good. It's genuine. It's good. it's good to be passionate about something. And, when I, awesome, and I want to clarify you, when I, yeah, thank you. When I said that about you get something out of it earlier, what I what I I didn't mean that in a selfish aspect, like you know you get something personal. I mean you do get something personally out of it, but I meant in like more of like a spiritual way. You know you get you get some fulfillment out. of Everybody it. Everybody wins. No, you yeah. do. You really do. Um, and like with the emerging leaders, we try to make sure everyone understands that there's multiple ways to contribute to your community. I think so many times you think about nonprofits and they're like oh, they just want us to give them money. But no, not only that, we want you to also learn about the community that you live in. We also want you to service the community you live in and advocate for that community. So it's threefold, just tying everything all in together and just really, like Joe said, helping these young professionals um, like myself, like you, uh, really connect with those that are that are already ahead, already doing it, and who can, we can follow after. So yeah. it's a pretty great group. So, so speaking of that, Brittany, let me ask you, I... Uh, so you guys have this really cool thing uh, called the 40 Under 40 yes. going on. Yes, yes it's our that? inaugural one. It's an our inaugural one. Yeah. Sponsored by Step One Automotive. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> I like That's Step a, One Automotive. That's exactly who it's sponsored. They are presenters. Oh, good. <laughs> Keep purchasing things from them. <laughs> well, trucks are expensive. I don't think I'm going to buy another one for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, we were really looking... When we looking at everything in our community again, when we're forming emerging leaders, looking at what we already have, making sure we're not duplicating anything, um, we noticed that we don't have a recognition in Okaloosa or Walton County specifically for these young professionals. We don't have a 40 under 40 here in this area. I know we had some industry specific ones. Yes. Um, I believe like eCar may have one and some other groups have industry specific 40 under 40s, but having a community 40 under 40 at large where we're able to recognize young professionals doing literally anything, whether you're working at a nonprofit, you're a teacher, you, Chance, um, they may be in local government, they may be a, a lawyer, it can be literally anyone, um, and just really seeing how they are developing as a leader, what they're accomplishing professionally, and how they are engaging in the community. Um, we really just wanted to take the time to recognize those people as well, um, and just show them some love, because as we're growing, as young professionals are learning and we are on this journey of wh whatever career path that is or wherever you do decide to take, um, it can become challenging. And that type of recognition is, I think, anyone will feel honored or appreciative to receive something like that. Yeah, uh, I think it's pretty neat. I actually, um, no one listening to this will understand this inside thing since it's the second time we did it, but I actually did um, submit a... I saw uh, that, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, you've seen that already. I can All see right. that. Well, that's Thanks. so fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, I so did. you nominated somebody. I did nominate yeah. someone. I did. Go. Yeah. Good. Um, and that's and important, man, because I, I think when you nominate someone, because you know, yesterday you were like, I don't know if I should nominate them. I should. By you nominating them, not only is that going to give them a charge, but that's going to let the rest of the community know who they are and that they exist, right? Right. And so if they're, you know, someone who is giving back or they they have skills in a certain area that maybe I don't. I can look at that person and, and build a relationship and begin to say, hey, man, you're, you're doing that. There's a guy, um, 
out in Destin that was doing some stuff for the city, cutting down some trees or whatnot. I forgot his name. I think his first name is Bobby. But just being able to meet different people and network and say, hey, you've, you've got that project, man. That, that looks really good, and I think it's going to help the community. Let, can I help? Can I be a part of that? And all of a sudden, you, you have greater impact or service. So definitely nominate, nominate, nominate. Okay, yeah, for sure. For so if someone one. wants to do that, how do they do it? You can visit our website. It is www.united-way.org backslash 40 under four zero. So 40 under 40. Um, it'll take you right to the nomination form. You can do it online um, and it'll give you a little bit of instructions there. You'll just need to know like their name, email, maybe a phone number so we can connect with them after um, the nominations close, which is this Friday. August sixth. Oh wow, tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, so this will this will go up as fast as I can get it up, and I'll have a link. Uh, oh wow. on that for it as well. Well, so, thanks, Chance. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, you just submit the nomination, and then after that, United Way will take it from there. Um, reach out to get some further details about their experiences, and then we'll have a selection committee. Um, kind of make those selections of those forty. And if you're not very good with the computer, and you have someone you want to nominate, um, you can call me. And I will do the nomination for you. And you can reach me at 243-0315. Okay. Yeah, but by the time most people oh, hear yeah. this, it's going to be over. So it's okay. It's all right, It's guys. all right. That's on, that's on me. We'll all say wah, 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 because I don't have sound effects. Aww. So that's on Chance, because he didn't get this out earlier it's in the okay. week like he wanted to. It's okay. <laughs> well, either way, you can go online, nominate somebody as fast as you can, um, as long as they're between the ages of 21 to 40 before September 1st. And um, they either work or live in Okaloosa and or Walton County. Okay. You never cool. know. It might get extended. You it never might, know. And maybe, it might <laughs> get extended. Maybe we knock on the well, door and let, say, hey. Let me know, and I'll, I'll, I'll put it out on our social media again. Um, so I, we still have a little bit of time here, um, Brittany. I, I wanted to speak a little bit more about the um, the Born Learning Trail, what, yeah. that, what, what that is and why um, – uh, why United Way feels like it's important to get that into communities. So the Born Learning Trail is a, it's a, it goes on a trail. So it consists of 10 interactive signs and each sign has a prompt that the caregiver or a parent, a grandparent, whoever is with the child or the child themselves, if they can read, it's trying to get them away to engage and interact with each other. And so the prompts go through things to help the kids be able to just start identifying just the basic things when it comes to literacy, whether it's their letters, numbers, shapes, colors. Um, and at some of the signs, there's an activity. So there might be some shapes at one of the signs and it'll tell them to jump inside of the shapes. It, there may be some flowers and it may say, what colors are the flowers? Um, just to help those, those caretakers and the kids really start to engage. But we really think it's important because, I mean, literacy is important. Right. And unbeknownst to a lot of people, uh, there are still a lot of people in our community who really cannot read and state statewide, um, nationwide, yeah. who struggle with literacy. And so it's just one of those ways, one of those things that we can tackle head on, it, but subtly. So everything everyone always likes to think, well, we want to focus on literacy. You have to be doing a super a reading program. And although right. we may have a reading program, Reading Pals, um, where you can mentor the kids and volunteer and read to the students, um, Oh, that's that's cool. How I, I might do that. How can I sign up for that? Oh, you just visit our website again. Okay. You go. I'm gonna look. Go I'm to look our into that. go about, to our website. Yeah. 
Um, so reading pals again, it's uh, we place volunteers or mentors with students. So we can do we do from VPK, so four year olds, the four year olds all the way to third grade, because that's the Florida standardized testing time, um, and it's really helping them really be efficient and reading at grade level. So you'll meet with them. Um, you could do once a week, every other week. You have a partner where you alternate, and you really just help them learn their sight words, um, read their books to them, make sure it's you. In, it's actually really fun. Before uh, I used to have to oversee that program, I used to volunteer for that program. And being able to see the kids grow in their reading journey and then seeing them be able to answer the questions at the end or being able to see how they've developed with their, their colors or their shapes, it's actually really rewarding. And you, you build a really great relationship there as well. But yeah, you can, um, again, visit our website. You could do www.united-way.org slash reading pals. Um, and it'll give you more information. We'll ask you a couple questions and kind of figure out where's the best place for you to read and um, we also were able to do it in a virtual capacity as well so we could do it online doing it in person Um, but yeah so with the born learning trail um, because we focus on um, literacy so much especially making sure that the kids are starting off early and reading at grade level and are prepared for kindergarten and are prepared for the first grade um, we thought it was a no-brainer to try to put some of these trails within the communities. Just so as the kids are running or playing, they'd be able to identify a square or see the letter A um, and then really to really get the engagement with the parents together, because really that's a big part, that support that you have during school um, with when learning, having that support to help you connect and understand those things. So it was that's kind of how how it happened and our emerging leaders, because they uh, we figured this is probably a good project for them to install because they installed it. Um, one, because a lot of them may have families, a lot of them may have kids, a lot of them are young and it's just, it's just one fun way, um, one small way to make a really big impact because kids are going to take, um, use that trail and they're, they're going to learn off of it and you, you really don't know what kind of impact that's going to have. Yeah. I, uh, I, before it got too crazy for me between work and school, I spent time volunteering at the library. I worked there before, but then when I. I left. I still kept volunteering. I did a group where I ran a, a Dungeons and Dragons for teenagers uh, yeah. once a month, and and it seems goofy, but it was so much fun to get to see them and talk to them. And I did it over a year, so I kind of saw them go through their their journey. Unfortunately, COVID kind of hit in the middle of it, so we had to take a couple oh. months off. But um, I was really surprised by <clears throat> by how much fun I had doing that type of thing you know yeah and and of course we would play the game but then it would be an opportunity to talk to them about you know here you know here are some of the things that I was dealing with when I was your age and it can be really tough and you know I understand that you know you know you can figure it out you can develop skills to get through it and deal with it and things like that so an opportunity to get back and do some more work like that is something I'd be really interested in doing. Yeah, so. absolutely. All because you volunteered. Yep. Absolutely. And I think one of the biggest things about Reading Pals is that although we it's a big focus on literacy, we also um, look at the social-emotional development of those children as well. So how you're saying, even at young ages, kids are still dealing with things. Yeah, absolutely. And having that mentor, having that relationship, that consistency with that one person really does help them develop and kind of understand how to, how to handle social issues or... Um, emotional challenges that they may face even at a young age because everyone has emotions. So, right. It's, yeah, never it's too a, early to start a, building a tool set to help you never. deal with the things that life's going to throw at you your entire yeah. life. So, yeah, no, that's great. Um, so 
<clears throat> we are out of time. Oh. <laughs> I want to say thank you both very much for coming back a second time. You are so welcome. <laughs> Glad to do this. that. Yeah. Uh, hopefully the next time I have uh, you on, it won't be to re-record the same episode. <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, um, thank you both. Uh, I, I really am and looking forward to see what else uh, the United Way is going to do in Okaloosa and Walton County and I actually look forward to seeing where I can fit in there and help you guys out yeah so um again thank you for your time as always Chris you and anyone else who's listening thank you for uh taking the time to engage with me in our podcast and um you know hopefully you'll get inspired by this and uh give back to your community as well or give back to this community and so that's going to do it for this one thanks Thank you for joining me for this episode of Civic View. You can hear new episodes every Friday on Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and on our website at www.cityofcrestview.org. Civic View is a public affairs program produced and recorded right here at City Hall and is also featured Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. on WAAZ-FM and WJSB-AM. Our music is recorded, produced, and performed by Scott Holmes, and you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at City of Crestview. And with that, I'll say be safe, Crestview, and I'll catch you next time.